1: trouble scott farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. we're gonna make fun of people we're gonna hurt people's feelings it's farrell on the bench i believe in whipped cream with everything all right farrell on the bench 844 toll free Eight four three six eight seven nine. that's eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine to get on the bench i just thought the end of the third quarter was disastrous for the thunder you get a, um, a brilliant pass from uh, Schroeder to Noel under the basket on a drive by Schroeder. He gets, you know, they fill the lane uh, as he's driving down the lane. Tucker commits, and then Schroeder no looks right to Noel. He makes the layup and the foul, and Tucker fouled him. Noel, of course, shanks the free throw. They would have gone up 81-80. He misses, though. Westbrook comes down, hits the bank shot. They go up two, Rockets. Then uh, Gilgis Alexander, uh, ISO ball, traveling. He's dribbling around, just dancing. And he's like Mr. Big Moves. And he's so fast, he traveled in his own shoes. And then they give the ball back. Then they go down. And Green, from Westbrook, a three in the corner. Boom. They're up five. Then they go down after a turnover. Uh, Gordon turned it over. Chris Paul got the steal. He goes down the floor, pulls up from the elbow, and misses a 15-footer. And the guy makes every 15-footer he ever shoots. And now you start the fourth, and Schroeder misses a elbow jumper. They haven't hit a shot in three minutes. So they're. this is why, literally, they'll lose the game. If, if they don't get out of this funk right now that they're in, right now over the last three minutes of just missing shots, turning the ball over, traveling, free throws missed, Paul misses an easy 12, 15-footer, you know, Schroeder misses a 15-footer. I mean, these are free throws, for God's sakes. Finally, Paul gives them a bucket on a reverse layup. That only took four minutes.
2: And too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life so I created a space to discuss the good and the bad we can laugh man we we gonna learn and most of all I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health this is gonna be your church your turn up and everything in between so join me on my podcast check and get with Michelle Williams a safe space for every kind of person
1: Chris Ball, a three ball from straight out, makes it a two-point game. 91-89, Rockets, you know, uh, just another great ending to this uh, series. And game seven, it's all on the line right now. So uh, in the middle of all that during a timeout, I will say this, that um, uh, huge stories tonight breaking, obviously, that – Tom Seaver has has died at 75. You don't realize how old you are until you uh, realize that Tom Seaver is gone at 75 years old. Did you even think Carver High was that old? I mean, did you ever like think about it or anything, that he was that old? Because, I mean, to me, that's, you know, 75 on is old.
3: Yeah, I mean, I knew that he was getting up there. He had not been around as much the last couple of years because he had been suffering from the dementia uh and other things. Um, you know, when I was a kid, obviously Met fans know Tom Seaver's being a Met. But when I was eight, nine, ten years old, right. what I remember Tom Seaver the most of being a Yankee fan as a kid was him doing the games on PIX with with Scooter and Bobby Mercer. You know, that's that was my exposure to Tom Seaver. You know, because I, I wasn't a Met fan and I was and I wasn't around obviously when he pitched at his best. So um I remember him on PIX with Scooter and, and Mercer and it was uh yeah, listen. Um, greatest Met of all time, right? That's the one that Met fans always go to. That's their guy. They always talk about how upset they were when they he got traded. Um, right. On and to on. But uh, yeah, Tom Seaver, uh, seventy-five. Yeah, I didn't think he was that old.
1: Well, I remember him. Uh, obviously, uh, frankly, f- for his years, if you will, with the Reds, right? So, uh. That was, I mean, first of all, I truly believe that, and I mean this, that I think the the Mets have been jinxed as a franchise for the most part. Sands '86, right? Because they went to the World Series against the Yankees, but they lost, right? So one time, and I'll give them the, I'll give them the uh, Royals, whatever it was. What was the one with? Uh, oh, did they go twice?
3: Yes, in 2000, yeah. they played the Yankees in the Subway Series, and then in 15, and lost, and then, remember, they lost to the and Royals lost in
1: the Royals. All right, so I'll give you that, but those are both losses. So uh, you can't beat the Royals, I mean, honestly. So, and I'll get, I think the Royals are a great organization. I was there in 85 when Saberhagen won it, and they won the World Series, and then they had the two great trips. So they've, they've had their success. I'll give them that, right? And they beat the Mets fair and square. But here's the deal. The 86 team, that was a miracle, really. you talk about the miracle Mets, because what was it, 69? So the one in 86 was really, truly more of a miracle than 69, because that was a miracle, what happened with Buckner and all that other nonsense. So here's the deal. And fair enough. They won it. I'll give them all the credit in the world. But the bottom line is, in my opinion, when they traded Tom Seaver, they have been jinxed ever since, because – you can't even deny their dysfunction and their just radical, uh, just horribly radical decision making over the years. They have, I have never in my life, I don't remember ever seeing a team lose a seven game lead with 17 games to go. I'll never forget it as long as I live. I had a TV job on the Mets channel. They fired me over it because every day they, they kept choking. I kept making fun of them. And I kept saying they were going to they were going to choke and they weren't going to they weren't going to get it done. They were going to fail. And and every day it got worse. And then the day that they finally lost it, I wore a noose on the air on TV. And that, that was the day pretty much I got fired. Right. So but I knew it was coming. Like, I, I guess I asked for it, but I thought it was, you know, frankly, great television. <laughs> Having some guy on there making fun of them right on their own channel. i They've never had anyone with the stones I had on their channel. I, I was on the Mets channel just torturing them because I hated them my whole life as a kid being a Pirate fan, right? So, because they used to own the Pirates. I mean, back in the days of Strawberry and those guys. I mean, even Kevin Mitchell haunted me. All Every one of them haunted me, right? But they've been jinxed, in my opinion, ever since they traded Tom Seaver. And that's just a simple way of looking at it. Like, who in their right mind <laughs> trades Tom Seaver? I mean, honestly, like, if they ever did it with DeGrom, that would be akin to trading Seaver, right? So Seaver went to the Reds, and we all know what happened, right? And then tonight, I guess, um, he died at 75. Now, he had um, health issues, right? Uh I don't know much about lewd body dementia. I don't uh you know I don't know anything about what that means. I really don't. So and he also apparently had uh COVID-19. And he was uh in uh Calistoga, California when he died, apparently. And uh the dementia had retired uh him from public life, and he continued working at Sievert Vineyards, founded by uh the three-time Cy Young winner and his wife in uh early 2002 on uh basically in northern california the lyme disease in 91 uh, it reoccurred in 2012 led to bell's palsy and memory loss and i mean it's just it's just horrible like later in life uh he clearly had uh dementia for alzheimer's whatever you want to call it but lewd body dementia You'd have to define it more for me about exactly what that means uh, to shutting down your mind and your body. I don't even know uh, what the deal is. But he also um, had COVID apparently. That'll that'll do it. Uh, so gone at seventy five. Tom Seaver. There's no arguing how great he was, right? He was just he was just absolutely incredible. I was reading about um, you know. Kind of, uh, he was elected to the Hall of Fame in '92. He appeared on 425 of 430 ballots for a record. Uh, then, at the time, 98.8%. His mark was surpassed by Ken Griffey Jr. in 2019, and uh, Rivera unanimously got in. And then uh, 2020, when Jeter was one vote short of a clean sweep, and obviously. Uh, He pitched from the Mets from 67 to 77, traded to Cincinnati after a spat with the chairman over his desire for a new deal, and that really upset Mets fans. And then he ended up going to the Reds. Hall of Fame manager Sparky Anderson, who had Seaver in 77 and 78. uh, My idea of managing is giving the ball to Seaver and sitting down and watching him. He threw his only no-hitter for the Reds in uh, 78 against St. Louis and was traded back to New York after the 82 season. But Frank Cashin blundered by leaving uh, Seaver off his list of 26 protected players. And in January 84, he was claimed by the White Sox. I remember when he went to the uh, White Sox, believe it or not. While pitching there, he got his 300th win at Yankee Stadium and did it in style with a six-hitter and a 4-1 win. 12 time all-star who led the majors with a 25 and 7 record in 69 and a 176 ERA in 71. A power pitcher. Um anyway. He got he got really uh sick when he was older with the dementia and everything. It's very sad, but it's it's just horrible. But that's a, a legend passing away. Uh, Obviously, Tom Seaver gone at 75. All right, here's the deal. 99-96 Rockets. I'm sitting here talking about Tom Seaver. I'm missing the end of this great game. Dort saves it out of bounds. Dort saved it out of bounds and threw it away. Here's another crappy call Uh, they're arguing about. Chris Paul is arguing with the ref. I don't even know what just happened. I have no idea how the uh, Thunder are getting this ball back. You're telling me that when Dort threw it, somebody hit it out of bounds? Because I know Harden's been arguing with him. I got to see it to believe it. A missed ball, a missed three, and Dort went to the sideline to get it and threw it. How is that? How is that not the Rockets ball? Explain this to me. <laughs> this guy threw I'm about the ball. to see
3: it live. <laughs> he
1: he threw the ball across court out of bounds. No one touched it, and they gave the ball back to the Thunder. I mean, that is so bad. They have to give it back to the Rockets. That call is so atrocious. Anyway, the other big story is Leonard Fournette, who sucks to begin with. I I have no idea why he gets this much attention. It's unbelievable. You'd think he was Walter Payton. But he is going to the Tampa Bay Bucks to work uh, for Tom Brady now in the backfield. Leonard Fournette, who's been an absolute worthless piece of bust in the NFL, now going to play for Tampa. He signs a deal with the Buccaneers tonight. I mean, Shea just alexanders a mess. He's got the travel. He just, like, he should have been called for a charge right there, driving to the bucket. But he hits the body, no call. Then he misses the shot, a little 10-footer. He's just clanking shots, getting called for traveling. I mean, give the rock to Chris Paul, for God's sakes, at this point. I just don't understand it. Why do they keep giving a ball to this kid and letting him just miss everything? Honestly, he's done nothing in the game. Now, all of a sudden, he's a hero. I want Schroeder. Paul shooting, I have no idea. Explain to me, as someone someone, tell me, why is Gallinari not in the game? Is he not a pure three-point shooter? Is he not a pure scorer? Oh, Dort nails a three and we're tied. Oh, the humanity of it all. So, Leonard Fournette goes to the Buccaneers. Your thoughts on that, Carver High? I guess last year was his best year. He had 1,100-some yards, three touchdowns. He's never lived up to the hype uh, that he had in college. And in the pros, he's had everything uh, busted with suspended driver's licenses, fights with the team, uh, sat on the bench in crunch time. They never let him play when it mattered. I mean, no one thought anything of him. When they offered him up for uh, trade bait, no one bit anywhere in the league. No one wanted him. When he was on waivers, no one picked him up. But then he ends up getting an incentive-laden $3.5 million contract with the Buccaneers. And here's Alexander again with a brick. I mean, this guy is shooting bricks like no other. I mean, honest to Christ, you got to get him out of the game. Who in their right mind, how is Billy Donovan letting this shankopotamus touch the ball? He is shooting the worst. Are you watching this, Garber High? Have you seen the shot selection that this freak, what has happened to him? Like, is there not anyone on the team, even Paul, that could say, listen, bro, you're terrible. Stop shooting. Give me the ball. Stop shooting the ball. I, this kid's trying to play hero ball and he's missing everything. He just shot an air ball. I mean, he is so terrible right now. I'm going to puke.
3: He's not helping the cause, that's for sure. Uh every time you're right. Uh this is you're at the point of the game now where it's got to be Chris Paul. Uh, he's the guy who's got to have the ball. He's the guy who's got to make the decisions. Um you, you can't have this, this he's having a bad game. You just cannot put the rock
1: in this guy's hands anymore. All right, so Gallinari, I, I know why he's not in. He he's terrible tonight. He's two of six, o of three from downtown. Twenty six minutes, four points. So he's been a no show. Fair enough. Now Gilgis Alexander has sixteen. I'll give you that. He's hit a couple threes. He's five of nine from the floor. But like the you know the last three shots he's taken have been disastrous. Look at this shot. Look at this shot. They're showing a the replay. Air ball. Air ball. I mean, a three-point air ball from the left wing with no one on him. I just can't, like, for the life of me, figure it out. Dort's got 30. He's hit six threes. Paul's got 19. He's hit uh, three threes. Is there any doubt that those two should have the the rock right now? Schroeder's hit two threes. He's got 12. I want Dort, Schroeder, Paul, the only shooters right now on the floor. That's it. I'm done with this Alexander guy shooting. Watch, he'll hit the game winner. (laughs) (laughs) Kalanari's <laughs> back out there. Door going to the rack. Oh, my God. He got fouled. No call. Here's Gilgis Alexander driving again. Another break. He got it blocked. Oh, my God. This guy's going to kill me. Watching this guy torture. It's torture. I can't wait for coast to coast tomorrow when I roast his ass. I mean, bro, hero ball. He's. You know what, you know what the Gilgis Alexander's doing right now? He's the kid in the park. He's the kid in the park that doesn't see any of his teammates. It's all his world. Get out of my way. I'm taking over the game, except there's only one problem. I suck, and I can't hit the broadside of a barn. I mean, how many shots in a row do you let this guy take before someone just finally tells him, you suck, give me the ball, stop shooting? I cannot believe Donovan doesn't say anything, or Paul. I really can't. It's beyond me. He's literally, I've watched him. Just watch. Watch the game. The guy is melting like an ice cream cone right before your very eyes. You can't deny it, Carver. You can't even deny it.
3: No, I, I know that I'm a little behind you, and I just saw the turnover at one side uh, that uh, led to Gordon going the other way. So it seems like every time he's got the rock in his hands, something bad is happening for the Thunder. Um, either get him out or put the ball in the other people's got in the other guys. Listen, hands. He's it. played
1: 37 minutes and the last three or four minutes have been disastrous for him. At any point, do you not notice it? And just like tell him to chill out, like give the ball to Paul, chill out, stop trying to be hero. Stop. Cause you're not, it's not working. I mean, how many shots do you have to clank or miss or get blocked or have an air ball? To, to realize you don't got it right now, you just don't have it. It's unbelievable to me. It really is. Like I watch five million games. I'm I'm watching this guy implode before my very eyes. I listen. The kid's got all the speed and talent in the world. There's no doubt about it. But. I mean, how many mistakes in a row do I have to watch of him with The Rock missing shots and bad decisions driving with guys all over and blocking his shot, shanking a three air ball from the wing with nobody on him before you realize, I gotta give the ball up. Like, so when I miss, let's say I'm on the wing and I miss a a three, or if I shoot a bad shot, or, um, you know, I I throw the ball away, a a bad turnover, like, you know, someone intercepts a pass to make or something or I, I, I'm not hitting from outside, you know what I do? I, I try to just stop trying to hit You know, 25 footers, and I go to the hole, I go to the rack, I go to the basket, I go to the rim, where I, am. I have great touch around the rim, so I, I'm, I have a much higher uh, percentage uh, uh, and a chance to make the bucket with a finger roll or a kiss off the glass at the net than I do some 25 footer, right? Like, I can hit shots from downtown, no problem. I do it all the time. But when I'm not hitting, I go to the 10, because I'm going to make baskets in close. I'm big. So uh, I go to the hole. It's that simple. I got this guy, Gilgis Alexander, running floaters from the elbow, like flying through the lane, trying to shoot, gets blocked, misses the three ball, has a travel earlier, threw the ball away. I mean, my God. At what point do you just say, listen, dude, chill out? I I can't believe his teammates don't say like, dude, what are you doing? What are you doing? Just stop. And it seems to me that like you can't deny it, Carver Hyde, that the Rockets have been in control of this game the whole way, and they're just inviting, they're inviting Oak City to beat them. They're just well, like, you're taking it.
3: Absolutely, they take are. You know they are absolutely asking. Oklahoma City to win this game every time that the Rockets get up by five or seven points they make some crucial mistakes and allow the Thunder to get it back to even now the Thunder haven't stretched past them like you haven't seen the Thunder take a you know a four five six seven point lead the the Rockets have a couple times but they let the Thunder keep coming back here and once again Scotty like honestly and I know Harden gets this rap like where's Harden tonight yeah, Harden
1: is well, Dort has eaten him alive. Dort well, has there eaten you him go.
3: Alive. I mean, Well, but but that there's, there's your problem. You're James Harden. You top level player in this league. In and again, you, and you, and you got this dude Dort. Like nothing against Dort. I know he's having the game so of his dirt. life. <laughs> I, I know he's having the game of his life. It's but you're Joe getting Dirt. Racked. You're getting him you're getting racked by this guy, Dort, who uh, you know, let's be honest, the average NBA fan don't even know who this guy is before uh this series. G- Dort it's game.
1: He was a G G-leaguer.
3: Well, he's a G leaguer and he's eating James Harden's lunch. It, I think there's a problem with that for James Harden.
1: That's You're a right. problem for Harden. I mean, without a doubt. You're right. Without a doubt. Uh, is this game, because I called it today. Did I not say this game would be a lot different than the game last night with Denver and Utah. And that this is a nice Chris Paul turnover with all his fancy dribbling. He just turned the ball over with three minutes left. He just dribbled so much that he he dribbled himself into a turnover. Like, I can't even believe what I'm watching. I really can't. I, I cannot believe the mistakes from Chris Ball and this guy, Alexander. I can't even take it anymore. I, I can't even take the, the amount of chances they've blown to win this game. They'll be talking about this forever in Oak City. In Oak City, they're going to talk about it forever, all the mistakes. Like, look at this guy, crossover, double, dribble between the legs, behind the back, and then he turns it over. I mean, just why not go down and make the simple play and, you know, Get the rock, make the simple play, boom, and get a bucket. They're not doing that. They just can't do it. They, and now Schroeder misses a baseline, Jay. They can't do anything right right now. It's unbelievable to me with 247 left, the mistakes they've made. I, I don't even know how you survive it. I really and don't yet like And
3: yet they're still, still in the game. They still have a chance to win this game.
1: Still in it. They can still win it. But they have missed. Uh, they have had three straight failures at the other end. The, the Paul turnover, the Schroeder miss. They've had nothing but mistakes left and right for the last few minutes. And they're still down two. That's it. So now you know they're going to make them pay. They're going to make them pay now. Green to the 10. He misses. Unbelievable. I This is unbelievable. I guess it's uh, absolute game seven crunch time and the pressure's ratcheted up. And they're just, uh, they just can't make buckets because they're nervous. I guess there's so much pressure on the floor that every shot is tense. And slippery. And then you see Schroeder just missed a layup. It's just unbelievable. A all-alone layup he missed. I'm going to vomit watching the mistakes. The end of this game is like, it's you know what it is? It's a bloodbath is what it is. It's not a physical game. It's a, a bloodbath of errors, a, a comedy of errors. And now a miss, a three miss, and a layup miss on a rebound uh, as House misses the layup. I mean, it is unbelievable. That may have been Covington missing the putback. Oh, my God. Gilgis Alexander hit a three. Oh, Jesus. Get my, get the defibrillator. Oh, my God. He hit a shot. Get a defibrillator. Oh, uh, uh, the Pharrell defibrillator. Oh, my God. Oh, the humanity. Oh, uh, they're up one. 102-101. Minute 40 rolling. This is unbelievable. An
3: awful, awful job by the Rockets. Just an awful job by the Rockets.
1: So, I don't know. I forget. I told you Fournette went to the Bucs. Are the Bucs now, I mean, they have Shady. They got Fournette. They got all these other guys. Jones in the backfield. Who are they going to cut? They got to cut him.
3: Listen, Fournette can play, and it's going to be easier for him now that he's not the focused guy. There's so many other stars on that Tampa team. Fournette can just play ball.
1: As long as Tom Brady's happy, that's all that matters. It really is. 103-102. Alexander threw it over to uh Dort for the three to win. Harden blocked the three clean. Then Dort got the ball out of the air, tried to throw it off Harden, threw it out of bounds. The game's gonna end. Rockets will win 103-102. And I hit both sides of it. I middled it. I had the Rockets on the money line and the Thunder plus five and a half. Double cover. Rockets win game seven. That's it. One hundred three, one hundred two. Because there's point five left. All they have to do is throw the ball in bounds, and it's game over. They have no time to shoot, no time to get it, no time to get a shot off. Nothing. It's over. This game's over. Just throw the ball up in the air, and it's over.
3: And, and you said it perfectly, uh, right as we were coming back uh, when the clock was ticking there, and the thunder are running around. Uh, you know, like chickens with their heads cut off. You've got two timeouts. You've got two timeouts left. Why not if you if they're if you're running around crazy, just call a timeout and set things up. What what are you trying to do?
1: Harden made the biggest play. Harden blocked Dort. Harden actually and then when Dort threw the ball at him, Harden did a full ballerina splits in the air, and Dort threw the ball between his legs, nutmeg style. Harden went up in the air, did a double splits like a ballerina, and literally Dort missed it, and it went out of bounds, and it's Rocket Ball without a doubt. They're going to review it all they want. It's Rocket Ball, .5 left, game over. Rockets win by one, 103-102. That's going to be the end of it. This is all a waste of time. This is all rhetoric. They got Jaffe and all these people talking about the play. Whose ball is it? It's the Rockets' ball, and the game's over. Know that. And they're talking about how much time's left is what they're really doing. The bottom line is he threw it out of bounds with, it's got to be 1.5 seconds left. It's not 0.05. It's 1.5. They're going to have 1.5 left. There's going to be no way are they getting this win. They're going to foul with 1.5 left. They'll foul. He'll shoot a free throw. And there'll be what? One second left at, at worst. So now they might win 104 or, or 105, 102, because if he makes both free throws, it'd be 105, 102, right? And then uh, they'd be they'd have one second to hit a three off the inbound. They'd throw it in and have to and have to hit a bomb three. That's that's their best hope. But in my opinion, this game's over even though there's, they're going to put 1.5 on that clock, right? But it's not going to matter. It's 1.6 on the clock, and they're going to foul. He's going to go to the line. He's going to shoot two, and then they're going to have 1. six seconds to uh, hit a three, and that's it. Now, if I, that would, it, it, it could only be the corrupt NBA if they actually got a three ball off without a call and made it to send it to overtime because it's going to be – Right, it's going to be 105-102 when he hits both free throws. Whoever whoever gets the ball on the inbounds getting fouled, going to the line. Right, that's that. Don't you think, Carver High?
3: I think it's going to be like you say, really hard for them to get any kind of shot off, no matter what happens here. I I just don't see it. Now they'll have a timeout. They'll get to get the ball to half court, but um, I don't see it. I, I don't see any way they get a clean shot off anywhere.
1: I'll tell you who's going to get a clean shot off me in about five hours when I play ball. I get up at 4.30 in the morning to play ball at 5 a.m.
3: sure you want to do that tomorrow with the back issues today? You sure you want to maybe not take a day off? You know, got it go. up a little bit tomorrow? Go I to the hot tub?
1: I did the hot tub today in the rain, no less. I sat out in the rain in a hot tub. It was awesome. It was like a drizzle. I had that, like, I worked out for the first time in a, in a gym uh, in seven months. I actually lifted weights. Uh, went on the treadmill, went on a bike, did it all, hit the bag even a little bit. Like uh, your boy Lennox Lewis, I hit the bag. And then, I, um, and then I went down, swam some laps, and then I was soaking wet from the pool. I said, you know what, I think I'll go sit in the jacuzzi in the rain like a champ. And I did it. They're trying to inbounds the ball. Harden fouled. They're going to say walk. No, no, they got it. They got the foul. He actually walked. He actually walked. When you watch the highlight, you'll see he walked. When they threw it into him, he took five steps. First thing I saw was him walking. Now, how, how's this for funny? They put two seconds. They still, they still have two seconds on the clock. That was after it should have been 1.6. It actually went up to two. That's after the inbounds. Now they're doing it again. Another inbound play. This is unbelievable. Now they foul Covington, and he's going to shoot free throws with 1.4 left. So no matter what he misses, they got to call a timeout with one second left and inbounds it and hit a and hit a shot. No matter what, right? The Dodgers trail the Diamondbacks after seven, one nothing. Angels and Padres tied at threes, top seven. Padres have a runner at first with one out. The Yankees lost to the Rays again. That's eight of ten. Rays 5-2 the final. The guy they threw the beanball at last night, Chapman, the guy that threw up on he threw it up on the head of the kid that uh, yeah. everybody got mad about, he hit, a uh, I think, a three-run homer in the game tonight.
3: Yeah. Nice job by Montgomery tonight. Four runs in the first inning. Good start for him.
1: Nice job, Mike. Uh, Cubs 8-2 over the Pirates. Easy money. Cover. Braves 7-5 over the Red Sox. Cover. Rockies 9-6 over the Giants. Cover. Mets, 9-4 over the Orioles. Cover. Reds beat the Cardinals, 4-3. Blue Jays over the Marlins, 2-1. Cover. <laughs> and then Phillies beat uh, Scherzer, 3 nothing. You know, uh, has anyone noticed? Have you noticed that Max Scherzer doesn't matter anymore? Have you noticed?
3: I think it doesn't help that that team just flat out this year does not matter. After winning the World Series last year, they just uh, they have not been very good.
1: Brewers beat the Tigers 8-5. Royals lost 5-0 to the Indians. Astros 2-1 over the Rangers. Cover. Twins 8-1 over the White Sox. Cover. I'm going to hit the – any way you slice it, I'm hitting the Rockets to win and the five and a half with the Thunder with the spread. Money line is spread double. Cover. Pharrell on the making people money. Hide it uh, from your wife, whatever you do. So, so they're going to we...
3: have 1.2, right?
1: How funny is this, how long this has taken, the end of this game? It's literally, yeah. I've gone to two funerals and three birthday parties since now, this of thing course started.
3: Covington uh, misses the second free throw. So it's a two-point game. With one point two to okay, go. So
1: when I was doing the uh baseball, he missed he made the first and missed the second, right?
3: Yes. Correct.
1: So now they have a chance with one point one second to hit a bucket to tie it and send it to overtime. Or which or you know. Ball. Or a three ball to win it. But that would not be uh that would not go well for the double cover. I need this game. I need him to miss. No,
3: bottom I need the I, I need the Rockets to win.
1: <laughs> and they are winning, so you need him to miss too. Just yes, miss the I shot. I need
3: him to miss. Miss they the shot.
1: The if they hit a miracle shot, we'll probably lose both ends of the bet.
3: Because I've got the Rockets. uh they don't have a bet. good
1: shot. Call another timeout. That's what you do. You got two timeouts. Now call the second one. Now you have none left. So now they have to get the ball in. And they have to get the ball in. Now Chris Ball is crying for a foul. Is that is that ref going to actually call a foul? They're going to call a foul and put someone on the line? They're putting someone on the line. Wait a minute. You got to be kidding me, these refs. It's out of control. What is happening here with this game? These refs are so bad. Am I kidding? Look at them. Look at Donovan and Paul arguing with the refs. And now what, are they going to tech up Chris Paul? Harden's arguing with him. They're all arguing with him. Can you imagine if the ref actually teched him up right now? Could you imagine how bad that would be?
3: Well, it'll be the second time tonight that the ref really had an impact in the
1: final second of a game. How about the ref would ruin the end of both games? They're ruining the end of this game. This is taking 15 minutes to play one second. Are we going to get this play in before the show ends? I mean, we still got seven minutes. I mean, honestly, this is taking forever. Look at these refs talking. What are they talking about? Where they're going to dinner?
3: What will end first, this game, this 1.2 second, 1.1 seconds, or the show? What will end first?
1: What will happen first? I start playing ball at 5 in the morning or this game? (laughs) Which one? Unbelievable, this game. It really is truly. Look at him. Look at the refs taking over. This ref knows he's on TV. He loves getting airtime. He's been over at that glass window 15 times in the last 10 minutes. Getting attention. Can't get enough of himself. He's re- Look at him. He's doing it again. It never ends. It never ends. The refs never end. They ruin everything. I am telling you. By the way, that kid's name is uh, Brasseau, right? That that uh, he gets revenge on the Yankees. Correct. He hit two home runs tonight against the Yankees, no less. Uh, here we go. Uh, and you also know the kid at Georgia, Newman, the quarterback, opted out over uh, the COVID Nice job by the kid uh, deciding a week before the season starts that he's not going to play. You think maybe he could have, like, considered this uh, three weeks ago, four weeks ago when they started camp? Look at this. They put the guy at the line. Is this happening? What is happening here? These refs are so corrupt. Are you kidding me? What is this, a technical or a two-shot foul? And he missed it. Are you kidding? Gallinari missed it. How bad do you suck, dude? What what just happened? I don't even know what's happening here. That was before, gave, I guess.
3: They gave him one shot in the ball. And he missed the one shot, right? You're ahead of me.
1: Yeah, I'm ahead of you. One shot in the ball. Now I don't even know. I've lost I've lost all hope in trying to figure this out. Now I just don't know what's happening here. I think the Rockets just called their final timeout. This is the long this is war and peace. This game's taking so long to end. I, I,
3: I believe when you get a foul with the ball not in play. So that that foul occurred uh, before the ball was inbounded. So I believe that's one shot in the ball.
1: It happened when? On an inbounds? So one okay. shot in the ball? Yes.
3: You'll see, I just saw a replay of it. Gallinari's coming across and Gordon's you know, grabbing him by the jersey. But he misses the one shot, which was so crucial.
1: I mean, this is unbelievable. Go. This is truly unbelievable. So uh, Harden away from the play, got called for a foul. Colin Ari, uh misses the free throw, one of one. He only got one. It would have been a one point game. They still would have had to inbound it, right? It wouldn't have mattered. They would have been down one. And then I guess they could have won the game on a shot because they would have been 104 103. It would have been 104 yeah. 103 if he would have made the free throw. Can and, you believe the guy would have best. It. Did you leave the guy with the best stroke on the team couldn't hit a free throw. The pressure was so incredible on Gallinari that he it went in and out. He missed it.
3: Every so the deal. this game has been bizarre,
1: they cannot, in my opinion, I, I will truly be shocked if they get a shot off because the Rockets are playing great defense. There's no one open, there is not one guy open for a shot. They can't get a shot off, they're not going to get a shot off. They they just turned it over. Game over. I told you. They're not getting a shot off. Rockets win it. 104, 102, double cover. That's Absolutely. end of game. There's no more calls. It's over. You lose. Wrap it up. Rockets move on. And they're gonna play the Lakers. Right? That's that.
3: Amazing. Isn't that right? The last the last uh twenty seconds of that game took our entire uh fourteen uh, thirteen minute segment here. Thirteen or
1: fourteen minutes. I know it's I told you. Did I not just say they won't even get a shot off because they're they're they can't get the ball in bounds to anyone to get the ball and to turn around and shoot? They just couldn't do it because the frankly the Rockets are too fast. That small ball caught up with them. Uh, the Thunder couldn't deal with the speed. Uh, look at look at every guy guarded. Like every guy was so guarded. There was a guy on the other side though. They should have thrown it across court standing all alone on the other side of the court by himself. They should have thrown the ball over. Believe it or not, it was Gilgis Alexander standing by himself on the opposite wing. You can actually see him over there, but you know, they screwed everything up. Harden blocked this, They're basically won the game when he blocked court shot. All right, uh, Marenzi's up next with Sports Rage. You know, uh, I hit the Rockets to win and Thunder plus the five and a half. I got to tell you, though, I thought the end was terrible. I thought the the they had those two timeouts. They you know with 14 seconds left, they instead of the sloppy plays that they they didn't have plays. They were just throwing the ball cross court. Uh, they had every kind of mistake down the stretch in the last two minutes. Like Paul turned it over a couple times. Paul missed the seven footer. I mean that was really ugly. The end of that game, Gabe. I mean honestly.
4: Yeah, you know what though, Scotty, it's a game seven and bodies are flying. Man, you've got uh, ten dudes. Uh, flying around uh, out there and they're playing for keeps this isn't a pickup game uh, at the y you know I people were complaining about the low scoring game last night and I said take a look at the last dance look at all the shots that Michael Jordan uh, hit um, and look at the scoreboard and look at how low scoring and kind of quite frankly ugly uh, these games where I always tell people You want to be entertained? Watch Sacramento and the Pelicans uh, play in March. But, oh, yeah, those guys aren't playing anymore. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You know, it was ugly. I don't know why Paul passed the ball on a last possession. You know, he's got the ball in his hands. He can decide the game. It is what it is. Take it to the rack. And as you stated, it just leads to chaos. But, you know, I I had the points. I, I feel bad for Oklahoma City in the same way that I felt bad for Utah. Uh, just because, you know, these teams are so evenly matched. But someone's got to lose, Scotty. It's a cold world.
1: What did you think of the uh, call on uh, that let Butler shoot those two free throws? Would you uh, prefer overtime than a ref deciding the game?
4: Yeah, I thought that was ridiculous. And Listen, the Drogic call was borderline, you know, old school days. They're not calling it, but – the, you know, Giannis touched him after the shot, Scotty. Yeah, it really had zero impact to do with anything. To call that was 0.0. Uh, left unbelievable. First time since 1981 the top two seeds in Eastern Conference are down uh, two games to none. All
1: right. What's uh, up next? Carver uh-huh. High, great job. I'll see you tomorrow on Coast to Coast, 4 p.m. Eastern. Good night.